This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week we discuss topics of current interest and importance on personal finances. We do strive to educate and make those complex topics understandable and along the way, we try to have a little fun with it. So joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, the investment advisor, representative, and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Rob. And rounding out our panel this morning is our good friend and co-host, the guy that keeps us straight and still won't let me touch anything, <laughs> Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rob. Well, we know what happens when you start uh, touching things there, don't we? The 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 keyboard, the dials the on the mixer, we don't let you. Everything gets messed yeah. up. So it's best if you just stay away from that stuff. But Rob, I'm doing great. How have you been? Keeping busy? We have been. We've... Uh, finished our office move we talked about it last week uh, we're settled in sort of we're waiting for uh one more piece of furniture to arrive my uh corner of my office looks like a warehouse so that's where the storage cabinet's coming in so we'll have that taken care of we're, we're sitting in pretty good shape we've got a, a seminar uh, that we uh, just finished on uh, college planning uh, we've got some others coming up on retirement income planning so it's it's a busy time plus it's tax season wow and you chose this time of year to move into a new office that's uh that's ambitious during tax season how far away is it from your old office mile and a half yeah maybe that it's not very far we just you know troy's not a big city we we right. move from the uh, the outskirts to downtown oh, okay so yeah, we are right downtown like on the square now columbus or something no we're not going to do that <laughs> that's good no we're, we're we're downtown, uh, right on the square. It's it's really a great location, walking distance from a lot of great places for uh, lunch and things of that nature. Uh, city governments here, county governments here, so it's a great location, very central for us. However, we do have an office outside of Columbus in the town of Dublin. That's true. Well, that's right. You have a Dublin office as well. I, I love mm -hmm. that. So uh, you cover quite a bit of area there, and I know you've helped so many people and have clients all over the state. Uh, that's great. So what are we talking about on the show today, Rob? Well, today's episode, we're going to discuss the differences between Medicaid and long-term care insurance. We're also going to take a look at some alternatives to traditional long-term care insurance to meet the same need. And in our experience, some of the most confusing parts of the Medicaid program are the details of what long-term care benefits are actually included. Yeah, and I think that's it's. there are a lot of misconceptions out there regarding that. I know I had many before I started working with you guys. And so uh, this is important. Our listeners should pay attention to this one because uh, a lot of people don't understand when do I need long-term care insurance? Do I really need it? What are the alternatives or other strategies? And what is Medicare or Medicaid going to cover? So it sounds like a great topic. Where do we start, though? Well, let's start by spending a little time defining just what Medicaid and long-term care insurance are, and then we can delve into what makes them different. 
That way we have a common base of understanding and we're going to build the rest of the episode on that. First, we're going to talk about Medicaid. So what exactly is it? Medicaid provides health coverage to millions of Americans. This includes eligible low-income adults, children, pregnant women, elderly adults, and people with disabilities. And it's important to note that Medicaid is administered by the states according to federal requirements. Funding for the programs comes from both state and the federal government. And according to Medicaid.gov, there were over 66 million individuals enrolled in Medicaid as of November of 2018. Uh, Medicaid's a valuable benefit for many Americans. Well, what are some of the things we need to remember about Medicaid? Well, one important thing to remember about Medicaid is that it's structured differently than Medicare. Medicare is mostly run by the federal government. However, Medicaid is primarily state-run. This means that the rules, regulations, and details of Medicaid vary from state to state. Uh, Medicaid covers custodial care at nursing homes in all states. In order to qualify for Medicaid for for long-term care, you need to be unable to perform at least two of the six activities of daily living, commonly called ADLs. And those six ADLs are dressing, bathing, transferring, walking, feeding, and toileting. So what about long-term care insurance? How is that defined? Well, Tony, according to longtermcare.gov, long-term care insurance is also designed to cover those long-term services and support. It includes personal and custodial care like bathing, eating, getting dressed, moving around. However, with a long-term care insurance policy, this type of coverage could be in many different settings. It could be in your home, a local community organization, or other facility. And often with long-term care insurance, you must also be unable to perform two of those activities of daily living or ADLs that Lori talked about. Now, many policies offer coverage for cognitive impairment, such as Alzheimer's disease and dementia, even if you can perform all those activities of daily living. We're seeing a lot of people live a long time with Alzheimer's, and that's really putting a stress on the long-term care system. Now, it can be worthwhile to note that often long-term care insurance policies reimburse policyholders at a predetermined amount up to a policy noted limit each day for these personal or custodial services. So the funds are received from the insurance carrier after the service has been performed. Each policy will have different options for the coverage and benefits that they offer. And again, according to longtermcare.gov, some of the factors that impact your costs could be, you know, how old you are when you buy the policy, uh, the maximum amount that a policy will pay per day, the maximum number of days or years that a policy will pay. And keep in mind that the maximum amount per day multiplied by the number of days determines the lifetime maximum amount that the policy will actually pay. And any optional benefits that you choose, such as benefits that increase with inflation. Well, that's a lot of different factors to consider that come into play to determine the cost, right? Yeah, it, it certainly is. It certainly is. I mean, it, it can, and a lot of folks, they just their eyes just roll up in the back of their head when they look at this. And so that's why it's really beneficial to work with a financial services professional that can help you wade through the sea of policies, policy options, and the benefits. Also, as often happens with any kind of insurance, there can be reasons you do not qualify for a long-term care insurance policy. 
If you're already receiving long-term care services or have health issues, you may have difficulty finding a long-term care insurance policy. Long-term care is typically much more difficult to underwrite than traditional life insurance. Well, are there other things we need to be keeping in mind, though, when we look at all these different long-term care insurance policies? Well, Tony, you need to be sure to identify what the policy defines as a disability, uh, as that may vary from policy to policy uh, as to what can make an individual unable to perform the activities of daily living. Uh, In addition, there are four other areas that I would recommend that you consider uh, in your search, and that's uh, inflation protection, deductible coverage, and the period of coverage that you're going to have available. Well, Lori, I think that's really important. I'm glad you're pointing these things out. Unfortunately, our time is almost up for this first segment. Is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, the cost of health insurance and care in our retirement years is a major factor that really demands consideration. Failing health is a leading cause of people running out of money in retirement. The good news is you don't have to handle this situation alone. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937 552 9990 or visit our website at outlookfc.com to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. As a part of this offer, we encourage you to schedule a one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation to go over the toolkit, answer any other questions you may have. While you're on our website, check out the other educational resources that are there and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. And while you're on that website, again, there's a lot there. Click on that radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. As always, we want our clients to enjoy smooth sailing and reach the goal we ultimately have for all of our clients, retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Awesome. And that's how it should be, Rob. And I like that. Uh, Listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more of Financial Wellness Radio and our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross, right after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Outlook Financial Center. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 937-552-9990 or visit us at outlookfc.com. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And today we're clarifying the differences between Medicaid and traditional long-term care insurance. And today we've discussed the activities of daily living, ADLs, what they are, and and how many of those you need to have help with to qualify for financial benefit. Yeah, and just before the break, Lori, you mentioned some areas to keep in mind when we're looking at long-term care insurance. And if my memory serves, Those were inflation protection, the deductible, uh, the coverage, and the period of the coverage. That's correct, Tony. Uh, But also, let me restate the importance of making sure that you know how each policy defines disability and the activities of daily living. Just in case anyone missed the first segment of the show, each policy may have varying rules on how to qualify for long-term care coverage. Often, it's based on the inability to complete two of those six activities of daily living or ADLs as they're commonly called. And this is where a financial services professional can be an asset to you in helping to make sure that you understand the details of each policy's disability definitions. 
that's a great point to mention again, and I'm glad you brought that up, Lori. Oh, of course. Um, so, so let's look at the first of the four areas that you mentioned, and that's inflation protection. Inflation protection ensures that the premium does not increase or restricts the amount that they, they will increase, regardless of if the cost of long-term care increases. And in my opinion, this is especially valuable for those on a fixed income, like most retirees are. The ability to know the expected cost of your long-term care can be very valuable when creating a retirement budget. Yeah, I can see how that would be crucial. And I can imagine that the cost of long-term care is likely to increase over time, obviously, right? That's a great point, Tony. In fact, one company announced it would be seeking approval to charge more for established long-term care policies. This is reported in a cbsnews.com report in May of 2018, entitled The Ever-Rising Cost of Long-Term Care Insurance. Sounds pretty ominous, doesn't it? Yep. (laughs) Now, according to this article, MassMutual, big company, people have heard of these guys, They've been working to avoid uh, raising long-term care insurance rates, but they announced that it would seek approval from regulators to charge 77% more on average for many of its established long-term care policies. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's a, that's a huge jump. That's a huge jump. <clears throat> Genworth Financial received approval from state regulators in 2018 to raise costs an average of 58% on some long-term care insurance policies, affecting tens of millions of dollars of worth of annual insurance premiums the company receives from consumers. Now, Genworth is the largest long-term care insurer, if you count them by number of policyholders covered, and they received approvals in 22 different state filings in just the second quarter alone. Well, and I have something to add here. Uh, my neighbor, and I believe it was Genworth, but I, I, I don't quote me on that. He showed me a letter he received. He has long-term care insurance. And he showed me a letter that he received for the company. And right there in the notice, no joke, I held it in my hands. It said, this is to notify you that there will be an increase in your premium of 98.1%. Wow. A 98.1% increase. And that is a fact. In fact, I took a picture. I have a picture of it because I couldn't believe it. That is a crime. I couldn't believe it. I meant to <laughs> send sorry. it to you guys to show you. So I thought I would bring it up here. And I, I think it may have been generous. So when they're saying the average, there's some people out there that it's even more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, the, I read an article about it and it says the reason these a lot of these companies, well, they never expected to have to pay out all these policies. You know, they didn't realize they'd have claims. Mm-hmm. So they sold insurance policies, not ever planning on having claims. Uh, that's odd. It's wow. <laughs> you flabbergasted me there, Tony. Yeah, yeah. it's worse than you yeah. think. It really is. So, I mean, obviously this could disrupt anybody's budget. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. apparently Mass Mutual or Genworth, they're not alone. It's probably a concern for the overall long-term care industry, isn't it? Well, unfortunately, you know, this problem has hammered the long-term care industry as a whole, and many many consumers have been impacted by it. Uh, the chance of seeing a hike in policy premiums has com- contributed to severe decline in the market for the traditional long-term care insurance, and the industry sold fewer than 70,000 policies last year, a tenth of the number it sold roughly 20 years ago, according to the American Association for Long-Term Care Insurance. And scores of insurance uh, insurers have exited the business 
There's, uh, there used to be more than 100 firms writing new LTC business, but that number has dwindled to roughly a dozen. And a study conducted by Milliman, an, an actuarial consulting firm, found that more than 90% of insurers with long-term care business have sought to increase client premiums. And of those, half imposed an average rate increase of 40% or more. Now, the Milliman study included 26 insurers, representing about three quarters of the industry's annual premiums. Wow. So this is a huge problem overall. You've talked about this, uh, Rob and Lori, on other shows as a major factor that we need to be considering especially when we're planning out that retirement income. I mean, we don't want to run out of money in retirement. So is there anybody out there that's actually working on this problem? Because it's obviously a problem. Uh, there are, Tony. Let me back up and talk about Genworth real quick and your yep. neighbor. Just so you know, it was a couple of years ago, Genworth stopped writing new yes. business. And they're the largest issuer of long-term mm-hmm. care policies. In fact, Genworth and uh, John Hancock were the two companies that really made long-term care an industry back in the early 90s. John Hancock's still in it, but when they lost Genworth, they lost a big 800-pound gorilla. So who's working on this? Well, insurance is regulated at the state level, so that's where all the issues need to be addressed. So what states have done is they've taken steps to limit the drastic rate increases plaguing the long-term care insurance market, leading some experts to suggest that these insurance policies are now worth a second look. More than three dozen states have adopted rules that seem to have held down the size and frequency of the increases in annual premiums that insurers have sought to impose on many policyholders. Rules issued by the National Association of Insurance Commissioners in in 2000, it's been adopted by 41 states, require insurers to price newer long-term care policies more conservatively to avoid that surprise increase down the road. Now these standards only apply to individual long-term care policies sold in a state after it's adopted the rules. And it appears to have fostered some stabilization among the pricing in the newer policies. So if you look at your next door neighbor, they probably have an older policy. Those are the ones that are getting just absolutely hammered. Now, those older policies written in the early 90s, that's when the market for long-term care was in its infancy. And those are the ones that have been really hit the hardest with the rate increases. The main effect on the new rules is new policies are supposed to be more stable, the, the industry association, you can come back to them now. We're not going to see 40 and 50 and 90% increases anymore, at least not on the ones being written now. They're much less susceptible to it. Wow. Well, and another thing you mentioned as something to examine when considering a long-term plan was the deductible. Tell us more about that, Lori. Well, that's another thing that, that can change from policy to policy is the definition of a deductible. So what you want to look at is how does the policy define deductible? Does it include specific dollar amounts or a specified coverage period? And in some instances, the policyholder may be required to cover a certain number of days or up to a specific dollar amount before the policy will even take effect. Wow. And finally, there were two more areas you mentioned, and they kind of seem connected. So I guess we can lump them together. That's coverage and the period of coverage, right? That's right, Tony. And when I mention coverage, I'm referring to what costs the policy will cover. Once again, as Lori pointed out, it's going to fluctuate from policy to policy. Some policies pay a certain amount per day, $100 a day, $200 a day, whatever the case might be. And those daily amounts can impact what kind of care you can choose. There are going to be cost differences between in-home care and care at a professionally run facility. So you need to consider the care provider and whatever fees they may expect. 
kind of the thumb rule I give clients on this is if you look at the cost of a full skilled nursing facility, then a step down would be assisted living. We're going to go into that here in a minute. It's about half the price. If you have in-home health care, that's about half the price of the assisted living. So it gives you a matter of scale there. And really what these policies are do is you need to understand not only the dollars they'll cover, but how long will they cover them? Some policies are limited to a certain number of years and knowing exactly what your policy covers and how long it will cover those types of care is essential to avoiding those potential surprises at an inopportune time. Right. And I can see how these would be important things to be aware of. It certainly wouldn't be a fun experience to be surprised by the cost of coverage or the length of coverage when you're right in the middle of needing long-term care, right? Absolutely. You know, a, a time when you need to take advantage of the coverage may be the absolute worst time to find out what the policy truly covers. So lo- long-term care insurance and Medicaid can both be very confusing when it comes to all of the details. And that's why I chose this topic for today's episode and why I encourage every one of our listeners to consult a financial services professional before making any final decisions on long-term care insurance versus Medicaid. In our final segment today, we'll be looking at the differences between the two when it comes to several important topics, um, those being nursing home stays and in-home care, assisted living, and continuing care facilities, and actually adult care as well. And I encourage you to stick with us through the break and learn more about these topics to come. Definitely, Lori. And Rob, do you have anything you want to add before we take this break? I just want our clients to understand that there's a lot of... uh things going on with long-term care versus Medicaid. You don't have to do it alone. So give us a call at 937-552-9990 or visit our website at outlookfc.com and receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Schedule that complimentary one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation. Get your questions answered. Understand what you're looking at in the future because as always, we want our clients to enjoy smooth sailing and reach the goal we ultimately have for all of our clients That is, retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Outlook Financial Center by visiting outlookfc.com or calling us at 937-552-9990. And welcome back to the last segment for this episode of Financial Wellness Radio. I am your co-host, Tony Shore, along with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center. In today's episode, Rob and Lori, you've been telling us about the differences between long-term care insurance and Medicaid some things we needed to know. We'll be looking at differences between the two when it comes to several important topics in this segment. You mentioned uh, nursing home stays, in-home care, assisted living and continuing care facilities, as well as adult care, right? Absolutely. Good memory, Tony. Let's start with nursing home stays and how long-term care insurance and Medicaid treat them differently. Both long-term care insurance and Medicaid cover some costs incurred during the nursing home stays. In fact, in some states, all that Medicaid covers is the nursing home stays, and in those states, you may not have the option of in-home coverage. Due to this potential, the flexibility of some long-term care insurance plans may be an attractive option for some retirees. Well, I'm sure that for some individuals, having the option to have in-home care 
is an important one, right? Absolutely. So, but I want to point out that also not all nursing homes accept Medicaid. So this may limit your options for care uh, as your preferred facility may not be an option for you. And for those nursing homes that it does, that does cover, however, Medicaid will cover your stay for as long as you need. Long-term care insurance will cover your stay up to your benefit level. In addition, Medicare will cover costs from your first day in the nursing facility, while your long-term care insurance policy may include an elimination period, as we discussed before. And an elimination period is another way to say a deductible. The elimination period is a determined time after an injury or an illness begins and when insurance will begin to send reimbursement payments to the insured individual. You know, you've also mentioned differences, Lori, when it comes to assisted living and continuing care facilities. Well, you know, for some people, they may need help but are not ready for full nursing home situations. Assisted living facilities can serve as a a bridge from in-home treatment to nursing home care. Continuing care is another type of facility that has both assisted living and nursing care facilities on the same site. So the transition can be as simple as moving floors or even rooms. And this approach is often sold uh, to consumers as an uh, aging in place option. If either an assisted living facility or continuing care facility are in your retirement or long-term care strategy, you may need long-term care insurance. Well, and finally, Rob, correct me if I'm wrong here, Sparky, but didn't you mention adult daycare, which sounds like something I might need? Uh, well, that that's what Amber says she runs here, but that's something else entirely. <laughs> but, you know, often uh, an individual's family may be able to provide most of the needed custodial care in their home, but not all of it. So it's not uncommon for the family to need some additional options to cover the daytime working hours. Adult daycare is often provided by churches, community centers, and it can be uh, function as a community-based care option for some families. This is not an option that Medicaid would provide coverage for, but some long-term care policies do provide funds to cover adult daycare. Once again, you gotta read your policy. And the adult daycare can also help provide the individual receiving care with connection and community outside of their home. All right. Well, as usual, the time flew by. We're out of time for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add, Rob? Well, I hope our listeners found the topic this week educational and useful. We just scratched the surface. There's so much more to it than that. And so now is the time to to really buckle down and say, I've learned something. I need to take some action with it. Procrastination is not a good choice. And so the good news, you don't have to make this Medicaid versus long-term care insurance decision alone. So give us a call at 937 952-9990 or visit our website at outlookfc.com to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Schedule that one hour no cost, no obligation consultation. We'll get your questions answered and there are many other resources on our website while you're there. Please take a look at those and also go to our radio page, check out the past shows or maybe just want to listen to this one again. It's a great way to do that. And as always, we want our clients to enjoy smooth sailing and reach that goal we have for everyone, that is retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.